This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Back off the volume a little bit there. Probably should. Yeah. Hey, it's Pat and Stu. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. It's a new day. It's a new week. Uh, it's uh, a week before, like a week and a half from Thanksgiving already. Can you believe that? Yes. Uh, in fact, I've been counting down it? the exact amount of days until our vacation starts. Um, How many are there? Uh, How many days exactly are there? I think 72. 72 days till our vacation? I, I didn't look up when the vacation started or what date it was, so it was uh, difficult to do, but that's what I came up with. Fortunately, you're wrong on that, okay, which is nice. Yeah, we come up Friday is our last day. Well, yeah, um, hopefully not our last one, but our last one before the vacation, yeah. Well, that's what I was referring to. Okay, yes, Pat. good. good. Um, yeah, it's, uh, which is kind of great, and I'm really excited this, this whole thing is over. People keep, uh, you know, every once in a while people are like, oh, wow, I can't believe that the Trump thing happened. I mean, you guys must be devastated. Tired of know? it. No, really not. not really. I mean, I, you know what? I, I, it's weird. I, I don't feel devastated. I, no, I, I mean, I, I feel it, I'm actually kind of hopeful that he'll be the person everybody said he, w- he would be. So let's see it. Prove it to me. Then I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and the, you know, bottom line is this: to me, this election ended in May. I mean, you know, like I, yeah. you stand there and you pay attention to it, but like I don't have any passion or disappointment other than the fact that I think the outcome is going to be negative. And, and you know, so mm-hmm. far, it's been a mixed bag for Trump. Um, you know, the idea that you know, a tr- certainly a trillion dollar stimulus <clears throat> have major problems with. Uh, he's already backed off on several campaign proposals. He's proposing a new, uh, you know, very liberal uh, student loan thing. I, I mean, hate he, that. He's got a lot I of stuff that. going on, but I mean, there's been some positives too. I, I mentioned Myron Ebel, the guy from uh, uh, Competitive Enterprise Institute, leading the EPA transition. If that's not a message to send about how you're going to handle the EPA, he is a, he's like the face 
uh, one of the faces of the global warming denial movement. What's the guy's Um, name again? Because you follow that stuff pretty closely. Myron Ebel. Myron Ebel. Yeah, he he's one of the guys. Like when they do the 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 negative um, uh, documentaries on like the denial industry, he's like the guy featured all the time. Like I mean, that's a Mm. because you could find a guy who would be that's an in your face to the left, exactly, which I pretty much love. Yeah, and that's Trump. I mean, Mitt Romney would not have done that. No, Mitt Romney would have picked someone. Not have done that. He would have picked someone who was moderate, certainly more conservative than what we currently have, but not like this. And I'm not even convinced he'd go with a conservative, but he might. But it would certainly be somebody in the middle. Right. More conservative than we currently have. Certainly. It would be someone who would like understood that what we're doing now is too tough on business, but would keep a lot of the same things, same, you know, international agreements on climate. Like certainly we would be pursuing those in the same way or at least a similar fashion. How about the weird choice of Reince Priebus as, uh, you know, his his guy? I mean, he's the that is so I mean, honestly, up until I don't know, a month or so ago, that would have seemed so insane to suggest Mm -hmm. because he, I mean, literally is the most establishment person possible to choose for the role. Right. Uh, Well, seriously, if you had to name someone else who I can't even think of who would be more establishment. The guy was the head of the RNC. I mean, it's like the most establishment role of establishment roles. He wouldn't do it, but Newt Gingrich, maybe. No, but Gingrich uh, is still out. I mean, he's more outside the system mm-hmm. than than. Yeah, he than doesn't. That. Oh, he is now. Yeah, he is now. He doesn't have a current position. He will soon, I'm sure. I'm sure but he'll have he some. He doesn't. Yeah. Uh, that is such a weird. Uh, and weird. I guess from what I understand, at least by reading some of the uh, the Trump loyalist, uh, you know, tweeting about it and such, is that Reince won them over because he stuck with them through some of those tough times. Like mm-hmm. when, you know, a lot of people were coming out and saying, OK, well, I don't want someone who's on a bus with Billy Bush saying those things as my president. I'm not endorsing him. He kept the money flowing. He kept working behind the scenes hard. He kept he worked through that tough time. And so it paid off for him in the end. He, he was the, the Trump camp. If you're loyal to Donald Trump. Holy cow. You're you know, you're on that gravy train, I think. I, I think he really loves you if you are loyal to him. And if you're not, you're on that enemies list. And the, there are those inside the uh, Trump orbit who claim there is an enemies list. And I wonder who's on it. But well, never mind. Uh, we won't worry like about that, that right not now. Not people like the us that have spoken good, good words no, about right. him. No, right. I'll tell you that. Thank you. Uh, how hard have we fought against I mean, Glenn? And his anti-Trump rhetoric. I mean, oh there's only so God. much you can do to push up, push against uh, <laughs> right? the Right. I mean, the guy's name is on the show, but we right. do everything we can <laughs> to push against it and say, no, no, it's a binary choice. It's got to be Donald. Uh. Plus, he's, he's going to make America great again. Thank you. Yeah. Come on. And that's all we wanted the whole time. That's all we wanted. America to be made great. So, you know, and then Glenn went never, off and never started, to hear it. started endorsing that Ted Cruz. Cruise maniac, Lion Ted. Oh, no, wait. No, our current position is that he would be great for to work with for years to come. Uh, I mean, that guy who'd be great f- to work with for years to come. And mm-hmm. we're so we were OK, kind of at the time, but not when he was running against Donald. No, <laughs> it's funny to see people. I mean, because I as I said, and I said we said this, not only do we say this here, we, Pat, I, I can remember I was thinking about this this morning. Pat, I can remember having a specific com- a conversation with you about Paul Ryan. Mm-hmm. Paul Ryan was a guy who was pretty conservative for a long time 
and then started showing signs of becoming, I don't know, watered down. As they all do as in they, Washington. As they typically do. Yeah. And when he was being, the, pre, the push for him to become um, Speaker of the House was viewed quite negatively by many on the conservative side, including, including uh, us. Including us. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he won, I remember specifically having a conversation with Pat saying, look, the guy's won now. Let's see what he does. You're right. Let's see what he does. Maybe he'll be a good Speaker of the House. Right. And honestly, so far... They're high. He's, he's been okay. He's been he considerably been horrific. better than Boehner. Oh, definitely. Um, I'd say definitely. Considerably better than Boehner. And, and hopefully that continues if, here. If Trump turns out considerably better than Obama, that's kind of a plus, right? It's a huge plus. It's a plus. Maybe it will happen. I mean, I don't. Maybe it will. I, I, there's a lot of negatives. I mean, but I, you know, if I can get a mixed bag out of Donald Trump, I'm going to be thrilled. Yes. Um, you know, if it's not all bad, yeah, which yeah. was what kind of we, we expected. Give me an example on, on, on social policy. Now, it, it, set aside where you stand on these issues for a second. Just, just toss it in the garbage for a second. Donald Trump comes out in the 60 Minutes interview and says he is going uh, to, to um, uh, not deal with gay marriage at all. It's a settled court issue. Okay. Mm-hmm. He says, I, I don't care about it. It's a, well, I mean, he didn't say I didn't care about it, but he said, I, I, it's settled issue. It's law. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm not going to do anything about it. In the same interview, he said, I will appoint justices that will overturn Roe versus Wade and send it back to the states. Okay. Now, why one would be settled law and right. why one wouldn't is clear here, yes. which is he, doesn't, he actually is for gay marriage uh-huh. and is not for abortion. Yeah. If that's true... I'm completely fine with that because of the fact I expect so little out of Donald Trump going into this that if he's actually pro-life and actually supports pro-life justices, I'm going to be thrilled. That's a great change. It's a great. It's only a piece of the puzzle. It's not the whole reason you vote, as many people tried to tell us. It's all about the Supreme Court. No, it's not. But still, it's a good piece of the puzzle. And I'll be happy to take the positives with the negatives. Yeah. And what he is currently saying about Supreme Court justices um, is something, again, Mitt Romney wouldn't say. Yes, I agree. He is specifically saying, I will appoint judges who want to overturn Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all about that. That's yeah. how it should be. If, you know, the Democrats always have a litmus test, and mm-hmm. their litmus test is uphold Roe v. Wade. Yep. That's the litmus test for them. Uh, ours should be, are you an originalist? Are you originalist, constitutionalist? And are you uh, a Roe v. Wade guy or not? And, and, and- and, I, pretty, and Rom- Romney would have never done that. No, but, for, never, but never would have it's said an, it. it was an implied litmus test in that, like, what the, the point was, I want to, like, every president, George Bush, for example, put, puts, uh, you, know, you know, Roberts in, right? Mm-hmm. The implied litmus test is, well, look, we think he's going to be conservative. And we, what we're saying is, I want an originalist. I want someone who's going to look at the Constitution the way it's written. Well, it's obviously not written with, with abortion rights in it. Right. Okay, so that is a something that has been created by the courts over a long period of time. They try to say abortion is in there, but it it's is not. not. It's clearly not if you're an originalist. It's not. If you think it's a living document that can added things that have new standards, you might you find a way to wedge it in there. But it's clearly not in there. I mean, it's just, it's just obviously not in there. Right. Um, certainly not the right. If anything, for it. the protection of babies is in there. Yes. Because the domestic tranquility and the uh, right to liberty is extended to our posterity in the preamble. Mm -hmm. So right from the beginning of the Constitution, they talk about protecting the liberty of our posterity. Now, tearing them from the womb is not protecting their liberty. I would tend to agree with that. Um, But even if you wanted to say that it's not discussed 
right? Mm -hmm. It's something, then it would be a 10th Amendment issue that would go to the states, mm -hmm. right? The, there's, abs there's no read way to read it that it was actually intended to be in there. I mean, no, it's right. clearly not. But, but I mean, you know, look, th there are different theories on this, and then the living document theory, which I think is completely wrong, has been something that's put through the courts. What Republicans in the past have said is, we'll put someone who looks at it in an, in an originalist way, which signals to people who care about the life issue that they will appoint pro-life justices. Um, as part of that. That's only part of it. And I, I want the whole thing, not just part of it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but of course, obviously, there's a lot of things that Donald Trump supports that are also not in the Constitution, like, you know, uh, well, we can go to that later. Point being, though, the fact that he comes out and he says pro-life justices is something that you're right, a normal Republican probably wouldn't do. Uh -huh. And if he has found his passion on this issue, that's great. Um, that's great. I really hope it's true because it would be great. I mean, if you could get the point, you know, as, as he said yesterday, let's go back to the states. Well, then some women won't be able to get abortions. Well, they just have to go to a different state. <laughs> you know, that's how that's how that was, a talk show host talks about that issue. Right now, I would like a little something different for my president, but I'll take it. I'll, it's better. <laughs> than, it's it's better than freaking, uh, you know, Barack Obama and the way he handles it. Yeah. So I hope he goes through with this. I think what he's going to find is, uh, we didn't pay our light bill, by the way. Um, uh, I think what he's going to find is, thank you, um, that... Uh, Get somebody playing with the light? I guess so. <laughs> what we're going to find is he's going to try to push one of these guys through under uh -huh. that premise. And it's probably going to be difficult. Um, and mm -hmm. if he, the question is, does he push hard through it and try to make it work? Or does he say, screw it, I can't, I can't deal with that, move on to somebody else? That's going to be what's what's interesting there. Yeah. And, and it depends on, I don't know. Like, Reince Priebus is a guy who's going to say, move on to something else. Move on to something else, get yeah, another I justice. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, Steve yeah, Bannon, yeah. I, I mean, I, probably is a guy who says, push through it, I don't care. Probably. Um, I, I don't mean, know about he, that issue in particular. I don't know how pro-life the guy is. Yeah, That's I don't know either. Problem. But I would say, I mean, my guess is he's pro-life. I mean, the way Breitbart handles, I mean, certainly Breitbart is, was on the Planned Parenthood tapes, if I remember correctly. Yeah. You know, like, they, they seem yeah, to they be. Yeah, they were. Now, Trump himself has said he wants to fund Planned Parenthood. I think a lot of these guys enter this orbit without an ideology. Like they are attached to Trump and what Trump wants, and then they'll keep continue to push for that. Mm. So I think it's like, for example, Bannon may very well be pro-life. Um, if tr Trump decides he's not pro-life, Bannon will also not be pro-life. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's the mm -hmm. issue here. It's, it's all going to come from Trump. And if Trump finds that this is a passion issue for him that he wants to push hard for, like the trade restrictions that I don't like, you know, look, that'll be great. I mean, if you put if you repeal Roe versus Wade through this somehow, I mean, again, repeal is a, is a weird way to phrase this. But if you could somehow uh, get justices put in there, it's overturned. I mean, that's a thrilling outcome. Honestly, he could do nothing else if all he did was get rid of that. Uh, and he, he rejects our, our tax rates up to 95%. I mean, it's, there's gonna be, it's gonna be real problems uh, for the country. However, at least you'll have something to hang your hat on. At least you're saving people. I mean, you're literally saving people's lives, millions of people, if you can overturn Roe v. Wade. I don't know if it would be, because I guess a lot of people, I mean, states would probably legalize well, it. Well, they might. Uh, or they might not. But they, I mean, they they try. Well, this is an incre incredible thing, and this this is you, amazing. You get it in liberal states, and you would not have it in in conservative but states. But at this point, you know, it's so funny because we're we were on election day. We had guests on the air saying, you know, hey, this could be just a regional party. Here we are, a couple days later, saying this, which is pretty incredible. That right now, the convention of states things we've been pushing for all this time, mm -hmm. uh, you have to get 
a certain amount of states to get the convention of states put together and you could do it outside of the federal government like that was the uh the big thing that we've been and we've been talking about it for a while the republicans are only one state away from being able to do that by themselves mm. the convention of states is only one state away i want to say it's was it 12 i think they currently democrats currently have 13 i think i can't mm. remember the exact number off the top of my head um, but they're one state away from Republicans being able to do convention of states by themselves. Yeah, but they, uh, wow. would, then you're never going to have Trump on your side. You're never going to have Priebus on your side. So it'll be a, that'll make enough people against it. What do you mean? You're never going to do it. You know, they'll come out against it. You don't think you don't think he, they would be for that? Right. To amend the Constitution? Yeah. So, I mean, you might be never, right on that. But I mean, that it. would be a huge problem for, I think, a lot of actual conservatives. I mean. That, not that they care about that per se, but they also, there's a lot of things they want to do, right, to get it through. Um, so you might have some bad amendments in that process. But mm-hmm. I mean, things like term limits, I mean, he said he's outwardly supported that. I mean, you could, might be able to get some stuff done. That would be interesting, but I mean, that's something we've pushed for for a long time. And that has nothing to do with Donald Trump, but it does have something to do with, uh, right now, Republicans uh, really control a lot of the country. Um, And, uh, you know, that is uh, what they do with that. I mean, they failed every other time, but what they do with that, they sure have, they sure have. And you just, you know, hope springs eternal for me. It's like the beginning of every, every football season. I, I, you know, green Bay and BYU are going to win the Super Bowl and the college national championship every year. And, and, and then, you know, it, it, it doesn't happen usually, but, uh, I keep thinking that maybe it, you know, these things can happen for us politically too, <laughs> wow. mm-hmm. and you hope, yeah, you hope maybe, maybe yeah, it can I mean, happen. I, maybe this time the Republicans will finally do the right thing, exercise the power they have because the Democrats certainly, certainly don't have any problem doing that when they have control. Yeah, I, I have no desire to come together with the left on policy issues, like to say, like, well, you guys, we want, uh, you know, border security. You guys get uh, all illegal immigrants get amnesty. Like, I'm not looking for that. No. I mean, I think you got to go with aggressive conservative. like that. Exactly. Aggressive conservative principles. Jam it through. Um, would That's be what they did with Obamacare. Yep. You know, I'm tired of the short-term memory that the that the Republicans have. Remember what they did to you with Obamacare and and many other issues. And that doesn't mean you, that's not your attitude, right? Like that's not your um, like you're not trying to be a jerk to someone for any reason. No, you're, you're it's just like to, you have to, to your advance the ball when you have it. Right. You don't you don't say, well, I felt yeah. bad. We gained 12 yards. That, that, that's too much. No, you go for it. You go for the end zone. You try yeah. to get as far. Sorry, as you we're going to go for the end zone here. And the next president, by the way, is going to the next Democrat that gets the office is going to freaking do the exact opposite. Better believe so you it. better move the ball as far as you can. Did Harry Reid have any problem enacting the nuclear option? Nobody no. even talked about it. Nobody no. even cared. No. Nope. Uh, and it was the, supposedly the worst thing any Senate majority leader could ever do. How dare you even talk about it when a Republican wanted to do it and didn't. But when Harry Reid actually did it, there's no outcry. Nobody cares. No. Nope. All right. We'll do the same thing now. Triple eight seven two seven back. You know, Bull and Branch reinvented the betting industry, mm. which is really awesome. They uh, they send out these linens. These bed sheets that come in this incredibly and beautiful box. And then you open it up and you get this awesome bedding inside. Cool presentation. Yeah. It's a cool presentation, but the greatest thing is they're super soft and yeah. so comfortable. 
Just awesome. a great night's sleep. Great, uh, you know, if you have a wedding coming up, if you have, um, uh, you want to give something really nice for Christmas or, or any holiday on the way, it's mm-hmm. a great way to go. I will say um, one thing uh, that has been a long-term frustration in my household has been uh, that sheets that say they're king-size seats, sheets don't really leave enough uh, uh, slack to actually fully tuck into your bed. Like yeah. they, It's like hard to get them all lined up, right? Uh, these, not Bull and Branch, man. These definitely they, do. They make oh, it easy. They're yeah. big enough for, for your bed. They're and they're mm-hmm. luxurious and soft and all the things that you'd expect from great sheets like this. And and they're they're the quality of other sheets. The comparable sheets cost like a thousand dollars. Yeah. These are you know less than a third of that price. Plus they're from organic cotton. Uh, there's no pesticides next to your skin. It's really they're just. Awesome sheets, and they feel awesome. My wife and I love them. Yeah, I mean, they really are. Uh, Bowl and Branch, uh, it's try them, and this is the best part. You get them sent to you, you try them, you like them, then you keep them. What, not, I try them for a night or two? No, is that 30, what I get to do? 30 nights. Oh, wow. 30 nights. Shipping is free. Wow. And if you're not completely satisfied, uh, you know, send them back. Full refund. Go to bowlandbranch.com. Huh. Use promo code BLAZE. Seems like there's, there's, n- there's no risk. There is not a risk. Right? No. Huh. Uh, they're going to take them back if you don't want them. Okay. $50 off your first set of sheets if you use the promo code BLAZE. It's spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com. Promo code BLAZE. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Uh, A weird uh, story this weekend, which I really (laughs) actually like. Which is Ben Sass, the senator from Nebraska, uh, who is saying, you know, I think the right things as well on on the president. He was not uh, for Donald Trump, but he's saying I want to give him a chance, just like everyone else should. Yep. Um, He's also giving Uber a chance in that he's driving for Uber. Ben Sass is driving for Uber, apparently. What do you mean? Uh, Now, did you see any confirmation of this? You did, right? He did do it. Uh, Apparently it was uh, for charity. Right. Oh, okay. It's like a charity stunt sort of thing. Okay, but he was like, uh, he, he said he likes to work alongside other Nebraskans, though. But yeah, I mean, he's drawing. I think. He, I think first of all, part of Ben Sass's message has been, "Hey, this is a good idea. Look how we're innovating with things like Uber." Um, and so, like, people were tweeting out screenshots of their Uber, which was like, "You're getting picked up by Benjamin." It's just a picture of Ben Sass, <laughs> and it was actually Ben Sass who came up in the car and picked him up and drove him to the new location. Wait a second, and he tweeted about, "I'm not allowed to make any outside money." As so, a senator, is okay, that true? so it's, it is must be then just a charity thing, I guess. 
You're not allowed to make any outside money. Is that that's what I'm? Hmm. Is that true for some? I don't think so. I don't they think do so speeches either. and make money there? Maybe not as a sitting uh, senator. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway, I, I like it though. That's hard to believe that you can do that as a United States senator. It doesn't seem necessarily seems from a safe. safety perspective. Yeah, right, there's yeah. a safety issue there. And, but I mean, you go into. I mean, these guys don't have full time security. No, I, mean, I, I know they're not with them at all times. But that seems to be a little extra. Um, Risk that you but a lot of them had done. I mean, like if he's going about hmm. doing other jobs like that. I mean, uh, uh, other senators have done, you know, work for a day. Mm-hmm. Right. All if over if their that's state all it is, it's not as charming of right. a story. Yeah, I like it's the not idea. as charming if it's just a charity stunt. I like that's, the idea that he's uh, just back there. It's like ah, I got a couple of weeks off, nothing to do. What are you Let's gonna make from charity? Fifteen bucks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How much? I mean, maybe you know, they, part of that goes to Uber, right? And some of it stays with you. What I'm, I'm saying though, he probably uh, worked with Uber, and they made a maybe. fifty thousand dollar donation to some charity for him, and he, that was the way they promoted it or something. I don't it know. Probably, I, we'll yes, have to, we probably. were speculating, but I thought it was kind of a cool story. Yeah, that's what you know. Cool. You, that's what it used to be, right? I mean, you know, you used to like it wasn't a full time gig to be a yeah. senator. You yeah. go back and you do you do a different you job. You actually had your job, or you were a farmer, or you continued to be a lawyer, or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, and then you legislated it in addition to that, but then it became a full-time thing. Yeah, it's not and, really like that anymore. And then you get $174,000 for it. So you don't really need an outside gig. Yeah, it's as a, pretty, a, rule, it's a so. pretty good, good gig. Pretty good gig. Um, all right, here's, uh, if we haven't shared this yet with you, and I, th- I think we, uh, we did, we on, did radio. on radio. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. if we've done this on TV yet. But uh, Trump's first 100 days, he's, he's drawn up a contract with America. Uh, that he will get these things done in the first 100 days. First up, propose a constitutional amendment to impose term limits on all mer- members of Congress. I like that. I'm a lot. an A plus on that one. Yeah, uh, I freaking love that if he actually really does good. that. Um, and good luck. Through. Yeah, it's going to be hard good to get luck. through. I will say Very Jim, hard. Jim DeMint tried to do the same thing several years ago before he left the Senate. Jim DeMint caused the recession. Thank you. And uh, the turtle already commented about I mean, the turtle, uh, they asked uh, the turtle about it already. About the, and he said dead on arrival. What's, I, oh, what's yeah. hilarious about that is they will not stand up to a trillion dollar stimulus. They will not try right. stand up to a $680 billion. Dollar. But don't threaten voting. them, my gosh. Don't threaten their freaking power. Don't oh, do it. God, he don't, comes, don't do it. Yep. I mean, that's incredible. I, I mean, I can't stand this. Um, yeah, and that is, but of course, is what, what they do, right? Yeah, it it's, is. It's exactly what they do. Yeah, it is. That is the most important thing. Their power is, is sacrosanct. Paramount, yes, mm-hmm. and sacrosanct. Uh, second, hiring freeze on all federal employees and whatever. Uh, third, a requirement f- uh, that for every new federal re- regulation, two existing <laughs> regulations must be eliminated. I like that a lot. That's a good one. I don't know if you can pull that off. I like that too, but, but that, that, one, that one's, I'll, I'll be honest, I like the concept. Seems gimmicky to me. It, it does. I mean, like, what it do you very much does? I mean, I like the idea because then you're shrinking it, and but uh-huh. I mean, they're, what are they going to? They're going to find it's just a, it's a gimmicky way to do it. Uh, but hey, I'll, if that actually were to happen, certainly you could do that. If mm-hmm. you pass a new regulation and, and you got rid of two more, you could easily pull that off. There's so much, you know, fat in the in there you to just to cut off. It's just a, federal regulations. What are there? 80, 82 million or something. <laughs> Four hundred and seventy billion. How many regulations? Uh, trillions. There's no reason you can't walk out of this office with less, though. 
And, yeah, and, right. the, and the exact opposite happened with Bush, for example. I mean, it grew incredibly a lot uh, under Bush. And these are just not passion items for me. The five year ban on White House and congressional of- yeah. officials becoming lobbyists, not becoming a lobbyist after they leave government service. That's I don't really care. Fine, about that. but I, I don't really I mean, care. I don't it. care. Mm-hmm. Lifetime ban on White House officials lobbying on behalf of foreign government. That's fine. probably a good thing. Moderately interesting in that. Yeah. The, it, because Paul, Paul Manafort was kind of like right. involved in that right. type of scandal. It's interesting they put that in and there. And he was but, his guy. But not a huge uh, passion issue for me. And really. then a complete ban on foreign lobbyists raising money for American elections, which I like. But, you know. But again, um, it's uh, you know, not a huge issue. Not a passion me. issue. Not a huge issue for me. Um, then he, there's seven uh, actions to take uh, to protect American workers. And I put that in heavy quotes because this is where a lot of the bad comes. Uh, will uh, announce his intention to renegotiate NAFTA or withdraw from the deal. Under Article 2205. Now, part of that is, first of all, it was always repeal NAFTA, get out of it, and until it became renegotiated, which is fairly recent. Um, renegotiating is uh, always fine if you can improve a deal. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's obviously the devils are devils in the details on that one. I mean, I think there's some things that have been positive uh, from it, some things that have been negative. Um, you know, but you, you can go and look at that, and I, you know, renegotiating it is is theoretically fine if you can the deal. Obviously, anytime you can renegotiate a deal to improve it is, is a positive. So, I mean, that one's so out there. But again, it's tone. It's the whole thing of, um, you know, taking him uh, seriously, but not literally. Well, if you take this literally, it's it's probably fine. You know, I mean, you want to renegotiate mm-hmm. NAFTA? Ah, yeah, sure. Yeah. If, if you're blowing up our, our trade deals and imposing heavy tariffs and that's your way of renegotiating NAFTA, that's actually really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to see how that one goes. Uh, TPP is also out. That's not a surprise. Um, the uh, Secretary of the Treasury to label China a currency manipulator. Now, the, the data for the past several years indicates that they're not doing this anymore. Beyond the currency uh, manipulator status, it's actually like I encourage them to manipulate their con- currency. It's actually a wonderful thing for our country when they can manipulate it. Um, and it's a weird thing to think about, but it's like what they're doing to manip- what that means when they say currency manipulation is they're making it easier for them to export goods because they're lowering the price of the goods. Right. They're making the price. They're making the price of goods so low that it's easy to manipulate. Now, there's a negative of that, which is manufacturing jobs in the United States can be hurt by that. Um, Of course, the issue with that is when these. First of all, we get lower prices, which is good. But the second part of that is we could affect jobs here. The worst. The thing that's problematic here is if they do this to China and they punish China on free trade, the the (laughs) jobs don't go. There's not like it's not a binary choice. If I may use that phraseology, it's not China or the United States. And if China is a currency manipulator and we're hard on them trade, then the jobs will come here. They'll just go to Bangladesh or uh, to uh, India or to any other number of countries that is going to make goods a lot cheaper than they do here. They're not going to come here because they, we, we, we are tough on China. They're going to go to another country that we're not as tough on until we're tough on them. And then we can chase them all around the world in some weird trade war. But they will be able to outpace the regulation without an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I, I, I mean, I think this is, uh, you know, bad, uh, to, to be honest, for the economy and for and for jobs. It's, it does not protect the American worker. Um, you know, you you know, they did this with a tire deal with China. They put a heavy tariff on tires coming from China. And I can't remember the exact number, but it was hundreds of thousands of dollars per job saved under the rosiest scenarios. Under the best case scenario, 
which actually indicates there are jobs, because most of the analysis said there were no jobs saved by the tariff. But of the, if the one that said they, they did save some jobs, it was something like $900,000 a job in cost, because they, of course, responded and put a tariff on some of our, our goods. And you go back and forth. China's not going to play that game. They're gonna, they have the economic power on that one. Um, and it's a situation where it, 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 it doesn't work. It's never worked. And as of three weeks ago, we were all critical of Obama for doing it. Now, all of a sudden, we're supposed to just take it. Hopefully, this is not one that gets uh, promoted to the top of the list. So then he's going to direct the Secretary of Commerce and U.S. Trade Representative to identify all foreign trading abuses that unfairly impact American workers and direct them to use every tool under American international law to end those abuses immediately. Okay, that's just rhetoric. Uh, fifth, I will lift the restrictions on the production of $50 trillion worth of job-producing American energy reserves, including shale, oil, natural gas, and clean coal. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, that one is great. And I don't know. That's I awesome. mean, I, you know, maybe I'm in an optimistic mood, but that's the type of thing I could see him actually doing. You know, yeah. It's, it's something he gets yeah, to do by I could, himself. I could see him doing that. Right. Like lift restrictions. Well, some of it's congressional, but some of it's not. And that, but that's um, great. We've been asking for that for a long and time. That's, and that's obviously positive. He's the type of guy that will take the hit on like Anwar. Right? I think so, too. He'll say, screw yeah. it. We're doing it now. Now that one, he would have to go through Congress um, and probably wouldn't get it. That would probably be filibustered and probably wouldn't happen. But still, uh, other things that he could do in that in that general uh, realm, I think he can pull off. And I think he probably would. He's not. But the, then you put it on Democrats. Okay, look, I'm trying to free up American energy production. That's what I'm trying to do. And uh, you guys own this now. Well, Bush did it. You can use that phrase to them. Uh, Yeah, Bush did it. I mean, with Anwar and could not get it passed. Right. Uh, And it was put on them. However, there are other things other than that. Like, that's the big ticket high. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, Yeah, there's a lot of places. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Obama, Clinton, roadblock. There there is more, by the way. There is more shale oil in Utah, Wyoming, and Colorado, I think, then the Middle East has an entire oil reserve. So just the shale in those, just the oil you can extract from shale in those three states mm. is more oil than in all the Middle East. Yeah, and the issue is obviously some of that is really expensive to extract. It's tough to as, extract. As technology improves, it but gets look a lot what easier. we've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gets a lot easier. Yeah. Um, Okay. so uh, lift the Obama Clinton roadblock. And this is obviously written during the campaign. So they're including um, it's the way this is written. Lift the Obama Clinton roadblocks and allow vital energy infrastructure like the Keystone Pipeline to move forward. There's some indication that that he was going to move forward with that. Obama. Right. Is that true? Jeffy, can you look that up? The Obama on the Keystone Pipeline. There's some development of that recently. Was just totally done with that. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Um, And cancel billions of dollars to the UN climate change programs. That I think he'll do, and that's very positive. And the reason I believe him on that is because of the Meyer and Ebel. uh, uh, He lifted him to the EPA transition guy. And Mm -hmm. again, this is a big in your face to anyone who is a climate person. Uh, If you're if you're the uh, you know if you're a big time uh, environmental activist, this is like. Satan had just got this job, which, uh, you know, is good to mm-hmm. me. I mean, I, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, he's a guy who's going to favor the free market over favoring uh, global warming restrictions. Nothing wrong I'm, with that. I'm positive on that one. Then there's five actions that he's going to take to restore security and constitutional rule of law. He says, first, cancel every unconstitutional executive action. Memorandum, an order issued by President Obama, which is obviously something we would love. Uh, second, begin the process of selecting a replacement for Justice Scalia from one of the 20 judges on my list 
who will uphold and defend the U.S. Constitution. Now, if he sticks to that list, that's going to be an awesome pick. Yeah, and again, I don't know every person on the list well, but I do know how but the process Mike came Lee to. has said Mike, they're all good. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, this is why, and I pointed it out, this is from the campaign. You have to see what he's doing when he's president. Like, you can't look at this and say this is really his 100 days. He needs to actually do these things. And honestly, I would be even more confident if he proposed it after the campaign ended. These are things that were, were, were done at a speech designed to get the base riled up and excited about his candidacy. Well, mm-hmm. we're past that now. Like, we've already seen he's backed off on the border. Um, it's now, oh, we're not going to be a wall. It might be a fence in some places. I guarantee that turns into, well, it might be a fence. But in other places, you know, the, the geography you, you says you don't need You just can't do it in yeah, some exactly. of those places. I, I, I fully uh, expect I, I've, that. I've been trying to do this, and I'm, I'm told now that it just can't be done. Right. I mean, the Iran deal. <laughs> you not, know that's He said happen. it over and over on the campaign that he was going to tear that up. Um, and and, and he, now he's not. Now he's not. Um, he wants to renegotiate that. He said he was going to get rid of NAFTA, and now he's renegotiating Now he's not. That. But, like, you expect some of that movement. And honestly, I expect more of that movement from Trump than I did anybody else. Mm -hmm. Some of that movement is good, by the way. Mm -hmm. You know, the idea he's going into these Rust Belt uh, states that he needed to win and telling them he's going to put a 45 percent tariff on on China and then coming back out and saying, well, I'm not going to really do that. To me, it's a positive. Like, I actually want him to lie to the people on that one because he was so bad. Um, I don't know if his people are going to be excited about that, uh, his voters. um, But I, I... I think that's a good change. Uh, let's not forget uh, Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, because you'd be in jail. Uh, oh, lock yeah. her that's up. Another lock one. Her yeah. up. He's already oh, backing up. These are good people. I mean, look, Hillary's nice. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, maybe. We'll see. I just. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do much of anything. Not a chance. Clinton, which I, look, I, not a chance. That would be such a controvert. Again, I think it's the whole thing of taking him seriously and not literally. He's not going to put her in jail. He's just not. He's not. I mean, I, he's let's not be honest. Gonna I, do it. I, I, he's not going to do it. I no think, one I would think, put her in jail. No, and I don't think you're right. I don't. No think one I, would. Right, and there's no. First of all, you got to have a trial, and right. you have to have evidence, and you, you know, there has to be. You got to follow the the rule of justice anyway. So Donald Trump can't just put her in jail, and I think that's what a lot of people want him to do. Yes, he they. can't do that. No. Um, but right. should he investigate her? Should he have a special prosecutor? Should he do all of that He's stuff? He's not going to do that either. I don't know. I, I maybe he'll say, do it. Maybe, maybe he'll do it. But, and, and I think, but I think uh, they're friends, frankly. Deep inside, I think they're friends. And, and I, I got to say, like, I, if he's... If he's, he's going to do, do a lot of good things... Like, the last thing... I, I'm not about revenge. I mean, I know I'm about, like... Like, obviously, you should let the law take, take uh, shape. You know, the FBI already investigated this, right? And, mm-hmm. and they said they weren't going to, you know, you want to put more resources into it? Fine. But it's a lot of political capital. To investigate Hillary Clinton is going to be a big freaking deal. Yeah. It's probably going to tie up two years while you've got a Republican Senate, House, and a president. I'd rather see him pass policy initiatives that would be good for the country than go out and try to say, hey, uh, Hillary was really bad. We know she was bad. We know she was corrupt. I, I, I mean... I don't know. Maybe don't I'm, we want to just get rid of the Clintons and yes, just be I'd done just with them for, him for all away. time? Well, that's yeah, why he's, that's why his answer on sixty minutes. Just I'm go going away. to think about it. Okay, she did some bad things. I mean, she did some bad things. Uh, <laughs> he's already backed yeah. off. Uh, making so stall Leslie Stall oh. asked him. I know, but a special prosecutor. You think you might? Uh, I don't want to hurt them. 
I don't want to hurt them. They're, Is that really they're what he good said? people. I don't want to hurt them. And I'll tell you, I will give you a very, very good wow. and definitive answer the next time we do 60 Minutes together. <laughs> wow. I, mean, I think he's just going to just legitimately let that thing drop yep. off. And I, that's not one of those things I believed anyway. I mean, I cannot, no, I didn't like, either, but that was a big deal. It sure was. And his, that fired up it his sure supporters. Did. All right, more Pat Come and Stu coming up. In That's what I told you. Don't watch. Wow. I, I watched that 60 Minutes interview. And wow. Stop and start through the whole thing. It's agonizing. Mm-hmm. That is pretty amazing. I mean, it's typical, but it's, it's amazing. They're friends. She came to his wedding. President-elect Trump on 60 Minutes yesterday uh, vowed to immediately deport all criminal, illegal immigrants. And uh, here's a look at what he had to say about that. So let's go through very quickly some of the promises you made and tell us if you're going to do what you said or you're going to change it in any way. Um, Are you really going to build a wall? Yes. They're talking about a fence in the Republican Congress. Would you mm-hmm. accept a fence? Uh, uh-huh. For certain areas, I would, but certain areas, the wall is more appropriate. I'm very good at this. It's called construction. But so part wall, fence part will be, fence? Yeah, it could be, there could be some fencing. What about the <laughs> pledge to deport millions and millions of undocumented immigrants? What we are going to do is get the people that are criminal and have criminal records, gang members, drug dealers, mm-hmm. we have a lot of these people. Probably two million, it could even be three million. We're getting them out of our country or we're going to incarcerate. But we're getting them out Mm. of our country. They're here illegally. After the border is secured and after everything gets normalized, we're going to make a determination on the people that you're talking about who are terrific people, Mm. terrific people. But we're going to make a determination Mm -hmm. at that. But before we make that determination, Leslie, it's very important. We want to secure our border. Uh, and he's already setting up the fact that they're going to get amnesty because he's calling them terrific people now. They're terrific people. They're wonderful people. They're, you can't separate families. You can't separate these families. He's, the first they're, time he says that, I'm, I'm going to throw something. They're terrific people. They're wonderful people. You can't separate them. Uh, he's going to say it, and, and everybody else in his administration will say it, and it will become amnesty. And the remaining uh, 18 million well, I'll just be here. Yeah, or, you know, they'll do the, well, they need to pay a fine and learn and the language like that fine. type of thing. Yeah. They're going to pay any fine. They're not going to learn the language. The, the, and by the way, we were critical of Obama on the same promise, which is, is largely ridiculous, which is we it's like they, they act as if we've got a list of all the criminals and drug dealers that we could just go to their house, pick them up and send them out. And so far, the police have just they didn't want to arrest any of them. Right. They just wanted to keep them on the streets and continue to murder people and, and, and deal drugs. So they haven't done anything. Um, no, the, the issue is these are criminals. And yes, there are probably millions, probably two million of them here. Um, the issue is finding them. Um, convicting them mm-hmm. in some sort of legal structure, which is not always easy. There are some that get released, right? We've, we've certainly mm-hmm. talked about that. And you can change that policy. So when you catch them, you don't release them. 
um, and you can make that a little bit better. But I mean, that's something that the Obama administration has already said they're doing. And as Donald Trump was critical of the Obama administration for deporting too many people. Uh, so I don't like I think that that's largely a, uh, a distraction. Because, yes, you, of course, are going to eliminate if you find drug dealers that are illegal immigrants, of course, you're going to either put them in. I mean, a drug dealer that's an American citizen goes that's to jail. Always been it's our always policy, been the policy, by the way. Um, it was a policy under Obama, and that's why he deported people. Yeah. They, they were deporting criminally illegals. They right. didn't deport these wonderful people that they always talk about. They don't care about that. That's, that's not the deal, especially with Obama. He doesn't want to deport anybody. I don't think he wants to deport criminal illegal illegal aliens. And this 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 uh, answer should be negative to a lot of people for another reason, which is you only have two years here. Now you might be able to keep the the Senate is so tilted towards the Republicans in 2018. Like the elections are, it's unbelievable how uh, well how good this looks right now. Looking at 2018, a lot of things change in two years. However. Right. Yeah. But I mean, right, right now, now it does. It looks all, great. Democrats are defending tons of seats, and the Republicans mm -hmm. are 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 defending almost none. Mm -hmm. um, so it is really tilted that way and that you should be able to keep the Senate for another two years. But if, you, if you're going to do something with this determination after we secure the border and you're going to come so have some sort of determination, you need to have that determination sooner rather than later. I mean, the idea that you want to wait until this border is secure to figure out what to do with them. Well, when that happens, you want to have a Democratic Senate you want to have a Democratic House. You need to act on these things in the next two years. Uh, to try to get them through. Mm -hmm. And even then, it's still going to be difficult because you're going to have Republicans that are going to bail from you. And uh, they can filibuster a lot of the things you, you'd try to do. But you've got to try it in the next couple of years. You can't wait too long on this. You can't wait till the, the wall is built. Um, and again, we've, and we have promised to uh, eat our underwear if Donald Trump builds 90% of the wall. Now, he's already saying he's going to build a fence, which is so and we wouldn't be safe on this one already. Um, <laughs> but we did promise that. Uh, we, and we gave 10% leeway, which is what? Yeah. How many miles? I mean, a, a good amount. We, we, we just let him we off did. the hook completely. He could just leave that part open, and we would still eat our underwear. Because um, he's not going to build a wall. He's obviously now already saying it's a fence. And most likely, he's going to wind up with partial fence, some more um, uh, resources attributed, you know, directed at the border, um, and you know, after that, we'll see. After that, amnesty. More patents Stew coming up in a minute. That's what happens every time. That's what we get. That's what we get. Yay! Back patents too. Uh, Megan Kelly making quite a claim. Uh, she says that Donald Trump offered her free hotel rooms and gifts in exchange for favorable coverage during the election cycle. Does, any, does anyone doubt that? <laughs> I don't doubt it for a second, but I bet this is making things uncomfortable at Fox for her. Oh, man. Man, okay. can you imagine? With the people who are pro-Trump over there, they are hating this. They don't want her saying this stuff. And the fact that she is anyway uh, is a tribute to her intestinal fortitude. Good for her. Uh, and, and there she is, by the way. Very important to 
have a picture of Megan Fox when we're talking about Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly. Mm-hmm. Well, you can get a gist of her intestinal <laughs> fortitude when you by, see by a looking photograph at her. of her. Yeah, you really. <laughs> <laughs> you really can. Uh, so I, I think that's fascinating because she says it wasn't just her. It was other reporters, too, that were offered, you know, favors, prizes, gifts uh, for favorable coverage. That's pretty interesting. I wonder if anybody, you know, how many people took him up on it? Oh, no, no one. Nobody? Nobody. I mean, nobody. No one would take someone up on an offer like that, take a billionaire up mm-hmm. on an offer of. Prizes, candy, cash, cash, trips, gifts. You wouldn't take them up on no. No, If you're a a news reporter, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. That's that's silly to think anybody would have done that. Like a Laura Ingram or anybody like that would take money. No way. Give favorable coverage. Stop it. No. Stop it. I don't buy that for a second. Not one second. Not even a fraction of a second. I don't buy it. Stu, uh, and uh, how are you? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Uh, yesterday was quite a day for NFL football. Had some uh, really good football games that maybe will spark the ratings again for the for the NFL. I don't know. It's possible. Have we seen any overnight ratings uh, I, I haven't looked, actually. You and I talked this morning about it, and I didn't get a chance to look. But <clears> it's sure possible. I mean, there were a couple of good games yeah, last think, night. I would think that would keep, you know, some interest. That was their big push, saying that uh, you know everybody's trying to blame uh, quite a bit of the ratings drop on the Colin Kaepernick uh, kneel down. Yeah, and well, they and, said a lot of it is. And uh, people who've been surveyed said, "Yeah, that's my number one thing." But they're uh, right <laughs> that they're struggling still with uh, the goodness of the games. We'll yeah, just say that. I mean, there's, some of the games have not been. Very oh, good. I mean, there's been multiple reasons, and and that was reflected in the same poll you were yeah. talking about. I mean, mm-hmm. the, you know, part of it has been the games have been terrible. I think that's the most honestly. I think it's the biggest part of it. Even though the poll said, um, because the poll was was conflicted. It said I think it was 29 percent of people who were watching less football, 27 percent are watching more football. So of that 29 percent, the biggest reason why they were watching less is the Colin was the Colin Kaepernick thing. I think 40 percent of people mentioned that. Mm-hmm. But they also mentioned the election. They also mentioned um, uh, the games just not being good. Uh, and so uh, more options being available uh, to watch. So I think that's all, it all sort of you know, puts that it's all in that sort of special sauce. I, I think, you know, I, I, the games have been bad. And usually when games are good, NFL games, they hold attention. But, I mean, you know, you saw, you, you know, the, the, the World Series is another reason. I mean, the Cubs winning their first World Series um, dominated a couple of those games. I think now is the real test, yeah. right? Now you have the election yeah. passed. Now you have uh, the Cubs are passed. You have 
Now they're in the normal environment. There's no excuse. Now. There's no excuse. Now. No excuse. So let's see what what happens with them. I don't, I don't know. I think you're uh-huh. right. And the games were good this weekend. Yeah. So it'd be they interesting awesome. to see how, uh, how except they're... Except for the Green Bay Packers, who lost again. They're four and five. Wow. Yeah. Their over-under was 11 and a half to start the season. They were essentially, based on that, the Super Bowl favorites. And they're four and five on the year. And they lost to Tennessee. Good. Blown out by Tennessee. Gosh, what is, I mean, come, don't give me that relax thing. Because I I can't relax now. Did the Eagles Uh, play yesterday? Something is Terribly wrong. They did, Jeffy, against the Atlanta Falcons. Huh. And, who won that uh, game? Oh, that was to the, beat Atlanta piece of cake. That's the Falcons. They did. They did. They beat the, wow, they beat the Falcons? I did. They actually won a wow. game. Wow, uh, how about that? that? Imp- impressive. Uh, that uh, yeah, that it's happened. impressive because Atlanta's good this year. They're good. Yeah, it was a close game, but it... Uh, Philadelphia's, what, 5-4 and four now? 5-4. and four. Yeah, so they're still no, better than like the 8-1 Dallas Cowboys. That's true. They are considerably behind them, and the Cowboys once Eight again. Eight one Dallas Cowboys uh, beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in quite a game. Yeah, that game I mean, was, thing was great. Thing, it was an amazing was game. Great game. It'll be interesting to see because this is what their at least third win like that. Yeah. Where, yeah. Like they're able to like you know have a last second pull Come out of back, a game man. they pretty much had lost. And here's the thing: you cannot remove Dak Prescott oh, no. from, no from being quarterback, and that I hate that for Tony Romo. Uh, now I, I'm sure he's playing the good soldier. I, I'm, I'm pl- he's playing sure. the loyal cowboy, but this guy still has some stuff left in the tank. I, oh, totally. I can't imagine he wants to play second fiddle behind rookie quarterback Dak Prescott the rest of his career. He's got to move on. Oh no, yeah, he's got to go somewhere else. After this year, very good chance I think he leaves. After this um, year, he's got to leave. I would not be surprised though. However, if he plays this year, I mean, again, I think so too. The last two games. Um, I think the last two or two of the last three have been, look, you give Dak Prescott credit for mm-hmm. winning the games, mm-hmm. um, but they were games they really probably should have lost. If they had lost those two games, Tony Romo probably comes back. Maybe. If they're yeah, right now, maybe. instead of eight and one, they're six and three and only a half game up or a game up on, on the rest of the division, or actually in this scenario, they would be tied because the Eagles would have beaten them. Yeah. Um, so if that would have occurred, now it didn't occur. So, I mean, that's, right. not, that's not the world we live in, but it's not like he has this, you know, he's ingrained in this role for the rest of time no matter what. Remember Brock Osweiler came in last year for the for the uh, Denver Broncos off of Peyton Manning looking terrible. Uh, unlike Romo who just yeah. didn't play, he was hurt. R- R- uh, Peyton Manning looked terrible before the injury and they still gave the job, job back to Peyton Manning so he could win a Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, yeah but he did. if you have a name like Brock Osweiler, you're not going to play long. Dak Dak is better Dak than Prescott. Brock. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what is is Dak short for something? <laughs> Dak is a uh, that's like a soap opera name. Yeah. 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 I am Dak. Dak, Dak Prescott. <laughs> Hello, I'm Dak. You may have seen my evil twin Zach. <laughs> yeah, but that's not me. I'm that's right. Dak. It would actually start with Zach and he'd be a good good guy and then all of a sudden this other guy Dak, Dak would come in. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We got to have something that's right. And he pretends Zach. to be Zach though. Yes. yes. But he's not. No. And everybody thinks he is, but he isn't. He isn't. And they're wondering, what the hell is wrong with Zach? Why is Zach acting this way to everybody now? So weird. He's so mean to Consuelo right now. Why? (laughs) Consuelo. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, look, they're going to have to keep rolling with this. And, uh, you know, uh, at eight and one, you just do it. But, I mean, if he still, if he loses two to three games, I would not be surprised at all. Oh, I, th- I think you're good even before. I mean, you, that might happen before that. If they get to the playoffs, you get to the playoffs, and mm-hmm. Dak starts to struggle maybe, you know. I mean, Tony's there to oh, yeah. pick up the pace. If he, if he gets in. into the playoffs and has a bad first half, I would not be Romo might very I well. I know. Be. I mean, again, the, the Cowboys organization. And that would be a good want, scenario for Tony. 
to yes. come in and save the day yes. in a playoff game? Yes. That'd be awesome. That probably is his dream. Yeah. I mean, of course, if he loses, then, uh, then it's not as good. Right. But, I mean, if they were good. already losing. I mean. But if he wins, if Tony Romo finally wins his first Super Bowl as a backup? on the back of Dak Prescott. That's tough, man. Oh, that's ugly. I would hate that for him. Because I'm a Romo fan. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I'm a Tony Romo fan because he gets so much crap. And, yeah, yeah. and he's a dang good quarterback. He is. And uh, I'd love to have him on the Packers right now. Okay. I, I, I think I'd swap out Aaron Rodgers for, for Tony Romo, even um, though he's a little bit older. This just in, the Cowboys will make that trade. Uh, <laughs> I think they would. Yeah, this game in. But I am disgusted with the Packers right now. I just mean, Rodgers had a good statistical day yesterday, but I mean, they just don't seem. I mean, the bottom line is you can't blame Aaron Rodgers when they give up 50 no, the, points the to Tennessee. No, the defense sucks. Right? The defense <laughs> is atrocious. Uh, I'd, I'd trade the defense for just about anybody's right now. It's really they bad. Suck. Um, yeah, so that's a, that was an interesting thing, and um, uh, you know the, the league itself. I think will uh, they will hit their strong their str- their stride here. Yeah, you would think if they're going to, this is when they would hit it. But over the weekend, uh, there was some interesting uh, election coverage. <laughs> is there not? Yes. Yeah, we yeah. can get that. Um, um, yeah, uh, wonderful world of stew. I think you're referring to. Uh, we actually kind of is that where it came from? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought that show was off the air, canceled a long time ago. No, it's Do actually uh, highly successful. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's told them yet. No, it was oh, a long okay. time ago. Oh, they were told. Wait, you're saying they're, I'm still making shows and it's canceled? <laughs> yeah, it's not. No, Stu. No, Stu, go ahead. But I was watching it on my Roku this weekend. They only played it on yours. Really? Yeah. Yeah. How would they even do that technically? I don't know how it works. I don't know all this. If they went to these lengths, why wouldn't they tell you not to mention it to me? I'm not sure. I think they just forgot. Oh, wow. Or maybe yeah. I forgot after they told me not to mention it. Huge mistake by them. Yeah. That. Anyway, uh, we decided, we, you know, because we could do a post-election <laughs> show, but, you know, we, we the show's taped, like, usually, like, a week in advance. We didn't even know who was going to win. Um, thank God we didn't make any assumptions. Um, but we thought it would be uh, fun to do just something just playing off the uh, ridiculous season of it all. So we had uh, Garth Bunk host election coverage about the Flemlasky Velveeta election, which has been going on all year. Here's a look at that. This is MSNBS. I'm Garth Punk. I spent my whole adult life sacrificing for the little man. I've sacrificed the right to own a car for the environment. I've sacrificed the right to own my own home to live with my mom. And I've sacrificed what would have been a prolific sex life just because women have engaged in an endless series of conspiracies to politely or passionately refuse. All of this I did for the future of this country I love so much. In fact, I love it so much, I insist on changing it in every conceivable way. Get ready, because if you'll accept my invitation, the book brand is about to paddle up your canal. The Reblunderkins are at it again. They seem like the truth. Let's get an election update. First, let's go to our panelists, the best panelists on television. We start with the candidates themselves, Ernie Velveeta and Harold Fleblaski. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Garth. Appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity. 
with Lena Daschle and Bilbo Snitzel. Plus, Norm Turp, Peffles Twiftle, Val Sturbus, Zuzu Roik, and of course, Patrick Grayson. As well as Jan Poofty, Dan Stickers, Edgar Durf, Lois Hackensack, and good old Red Joe, Colby Jack, and Kaylee Ann Piers Lord. Plus Sal Rudabega as well. Thank you, Sal. <laughs> also, Jim Kensk, Stammy LeJackson, Florence Florence, Dale McGillicuddy, Trip Schnurn, and of course, Deck Melton. Yeah, well, thanks, Garf. Love your show. Love it. We've got a lot to get to on the election, but first, I'm told Ernie Velveeta has something to say. Mr. Velveeta. Hey, before we start, before we start, I just, I know everybody's talking about this, and uh, I just wanted to uh, be upfront and honest with the American people. Um, I have never uh, intentionally groped any women or men or hermaphrodites at any time in this campaign uh, intentionally. We have had thousands of people show up to our campaigns all across America and uh, they're excited to meet me and see me and when we're shaking hands and things are in close quarters, I, you know, sometimes hands wander, things happen. Ernie Velveeta, you, you want a story about Ernie Velveeta? Harold, yeah, Harold. I got plenty of them, believe me. Uh, one time I'm uh, I'm taking a leak okay, okay, and, you know, I really like to, I'm one of those guys, I like to really let it fly, I like to lay back, throw the hands behind the head, just, Mr. Flavlesky, just let, it, let it do what it does, you know. And uh, so I'm, I had a, a ton of uh, V8 before this. So it's, I mean, it's, wow. And I'm sitting there and it just, you know, and I could feel it, Harold, you know, start Harold. to direct towards the right side Wait, of, the, of the urinal. And, uh, and I know, you know, you got you to gotta compensate. So I'm about to start twisting back this way. And all of a sudden, I feel it get redirected. Look down. Whose hand is there, Ernie Velveeta's? Okay, okay, guys, thanks for clearing that up. Now, I want to get to some reactions of what we've seen so far through the campaign with advertisements. Let's watch the first one. Sure, Harold Lumlasky says he's honest. Fact. He flip-flopped on the issue of abortion in 1962 and has voted both for and against different tax proposals. Harold Lumlasky says he's strong. Fact. Doctors describe him as, quote, mildly overweight and as a person of, quote, average physical strength. Stop the lies from going to Washington. Vote Ernie Velveeta for Congress. Wow, wow, there's a lot packed into that one. Who wants to weigh in on that ad? I've seen Harold Flamlasky and can tell you for a fact he is not mildly overweight, more like morbidly obese, fat as a pig. I mean, that guy's elephant large. He's, he's gross. Ick. Look, I've been around a long time. I'm not going to comment as to whether I'm overweight or not. I'll let the ladies comment on that. And I, <laughs> I think they've had their their voice over the years. Let me just say that. What it shows is an inconsistent pattern of inconsistency. He votes left, he votes right, he votes up, he votes down, he votes in, he votes out. I mean, what's strong next? words from a strong man. Let's get the panel's reaction to this ad. October 13th, 1979. 
Harold Flimlasky breaks his ankle in a water skiing accident. Fact. May 20th, 1987, Harold Flimlasky cuts his hand while slicing a bagel. Fact. January 3rd, 1992, Harold Flimlasky trips on a stump in his front yard. If Harold Flemlasky can't keep himself safe, how can he not kill your children? Lady Lashel, what do you think? Context matters. Flemlasky broke his ankle water skiing on his way to save a child from an orca attack. And he cut his hand slicing a bagel for a starving kid in Ethiopia. He tripped over a stump in his front yard while playing catch with his 17 foster children who he loves dearly. Context matters. It's just a coincidence that all of those children I just mentioned died horrible deaths unrelated to their acquaintance with Harold Flamlasky. Well, I'm glad finally somebody's talking about context. Yeah, and uh, 17 foster kids did, uh, you know, RIP. But I did get a new batch and most of them are okay. So, Mr. Velveeta, do you honestly think Harold Fleblaski will kill all children? Absolutely. Uh, this guy is so dangerous. I've never cut my hand on a bagel, slicing a bagel. Never. Not one time. I've never tripped on a stump. That's ridiculous. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Stumps in the ground. Mr. Velveeta. Trees above the ground. That's science. Well, to be fair, Ernie Velveeta isn't the only one being accused of lies and scare tactics. Watch this. Your children will die. Like the judge at my stalking hearing, I'll ask a question. How can anyone defend that? To Flamlasky's credit, that is an accurate statement. Your kids will die eventually. They could be killed in a motor vehicle accident, a gunshot wound to the chest, a slip in the bathtub, old age, but most definitely not by Ernie Velveeta. I think my record on children in Congress has been uh, very clear. Uh, I've supported the no child die while they're young bill. Um, in my personal life, I've interacted with thousands and thousands of children. I drove them around in my van. Uh, I have an ice cream truck. I give them free candy. I, I absolutely love children and so much so in my spare time in the holiday season, I volunteer as a Christmas mall Santa and thousands and thousands of sweet young children sit in this lap and it's fantastic. And I suppose my opponent's gonna bring up the three times that those kids went missing and didn't ever return home and their parents can't find them and I was the last one to be seen with them. But that's just merely a coincidence. Look, I, I wasn't gonna let this out until the debate, but uh, here we go. Uh, I went undercover as a kid, sat on the lap of Ernie Velveeta at that mall. You don't wanna know what that was like, okay? Some, something was going on. Yeah. Makes me kind of just want to stand up if you don't mind. Stick around for more special coverage of the election. Don't go away like all the other people in my life. All right. That was hard hitting. <laughs> it was hard. That was hard hitting and stuff. Wow. Mm -hmm. That race has been going on for a while. A while. It really has. Like 15 it years? It really has. Is it 15 now? Yeah, a good 15 uh, years. <laughs> Pretty competitive race. You would think eventually they'd have a vote. 
in that <laughs> race. They and don't like each other. No, they don't. They no. don't seem to. I, they, they seem to take their attacks a little too far. Attacks. Um, From time to time. Mm-hmm. I will say this, though. One thing is certain. Uh, there may be some changes coming. And uh, there might be something brewing that isn't necessarily good. Mm, yeah, it's possible. Uh, certainly the average person, I think, can feel it. Uh, who knows what it is? A monetary crisis with their national debt, challenges from Russia or China or ISIS, uh, civil unrest yet again. Who knows? As our new government takes shape, we should all take just a second here uh, to take a positive step towards self-reliance and just make sure that we're set for whatever eventuality happens. Take control and ensure that you have a long-term emergency food supply on your hand for you and your family. My Patriot Supply is ready to help you Get prepared. Mm. Get a four-week, easy-to-prepare food supply for $99, and they ship it for free. Yep, this is easy-to-prepare food. It tastes great, and it lasts for 25 years. Plus, you're only talking 100 bucks. I mean, you know, it's, it's a nice meal out for you and your family, yeah. uh, or you can have an entire month's worth of food to prepare for whatever may come. Yeah, get this off of your list. Get it off of your shoulders. Mm. Call 888 411 or at preparewiththeblaze.com and do it right now. 888-411-5290 or preparewiththeblaze.com. The experts at web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Hi! It's Pat Stu, Triple H727. Hey, the, um, there's some new technology. This is pretty cool. Because, uh, you know, when you use a, an iPad all the time you, or a smartphone, you get used to the screen being a touch screen and you just touch. I mean, there are times when I'm, I'm trying to touch my laptop and it's not a touch screen. But there's a, too. there's a way you can change that. I, I don't think we're talking about the same thing. No, we're definitely not. Um, but there's a, a way to turn any laptop into a touch screen with a new device. Let's take a look. Technology to the so you just get your connected to the bottom of the screen and it just gives you the same effect as an actual touch screen. Wow, that is and you do yeah with gloves, uh, with chopsticks as they showed in the video. Or with your finger. Or with your finger. 
Now available online for $69. That's a pretty good That's deal. That's pretty awesome. I'd do that. Yeah. The only thing I don't, I'll tell you, the only do thing that. I don't like about it is if you look at the, this is a fancy, sleek device, right? Look at the screen for a second. Mm-hmm. You have the nice screen right down here. Pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. It's like weird wire coming off the side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. That just like, bothers me. Like, I, I obviously you have to yeah. plug it in. I guess somehow you, they should have done that wirelessly. You'd think they'd be able to do that. Um, plus, I was wondering if you'd be able to close the laptop with it on. So are you putting that on every single time you sit down to use the computer? Probably. That kind Probably. of seems annoying. Probably. Yeah. But outside of that, I mean, the point well, is, every though, time you the, use it, you're does, you don't need a touch screen, right? I mean, I, I just most of the times, if yeah. you have a laptop, not every time you use it, do you need it to be a touch screen. No, but I mean, once you get used to having it as a touch screen, you're going to want it as a touch screen. I know. Uh, I, I mean, apparently it works pretty well, according to the reviews. I, I think uh, hmm. my, my question would be those two things that I was complaining about. However... Those are, that's the easy part, right? The, the right. hard part is developing the light field that right. allows you to do it. So the fact that they've actually done that, at some point I assume they probably will have a, a wireless version of it that you can close mm-hmm. your laptop with or whatever, and then you've got something really cool. I mean, for 69 bucks, that is worth it. I would, I would absolutely yeah. add that on if, if I could make it work. Yeah. There's a couple of add-ons like that, and then the, uh, the keyboard thing is, is a great innovation. For, and like a, for and an I've, iPad? Yeah. And I've seen the one with the, that kind of projects the keyboard onto a surface of some sort, and it's not really there. Yeah. But it's the virtual keyboard. Yeah. I don't know how well those work, but they're really cool. Yeah, they're, they're, it's a cool really idea. Cool. I, I don't have one, but um, I've heard from people that have it. It doesn't work as well as an actual keyboard. It just seems that? like it would be annoying. Yeah. I mean, I, everyone, you know, Apple is so big on, like, not giving you buttons to press, which buttons are great. You know, when you're hitting a button, it's doing the thing it's supposed to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the touchscreen thing, like half the time I type stuff, you know, it's the, I can't, you can't feel the buttons because there's no button. So you, you know, you have fat fingers. Mm-hmm. So you're just clicking the wrong thing. I'm constantly misspelling stuff on my phone. And I have the, the gigantic, I have the six plus thing. So it's like 447,000 <laughs> feet long and the 618 I know, I miles wide. So yeah, you're still on that old Samsung. I've got, I've got this antique. This Samsung 5 now. Well, an antique that doesn't explode, which is nice. Yeah, that's, didn't they have to stop point. selling it? Yeah, they that, stopped the, selling the 7. Yeah, the stopped. Note, not the Edge. I the Edge, I almost got the Edge. Uh, okay, so, so it's the, the Samsung the, Note, Note that they yeah. just took off the market because yeah. they, they, tr- they recalled it, tried to fix it, put it back on the market, and they Oops. did it again. Oops. So they recalled it again, and now they're like, okay, we're done. Oops. And we now, can't, we can't uh, sell as this part anymore. of a beautiful thing. And then from, something else blew uh, up just, on them, yes, right? Yes, the uh, top of their top-loaded brand-new washing machines. Yeah. A number of them have been exploding. The top has been blasting off of them. What, the, what is going on I at don't know, Samsung? I'll just tell you, mine has not exploded yet. I mean, I make sure my wife is in there watching it when it's on. <laughs> you uh, have you one, know, then, the huh? Time, yes. I realize that we also have a Samsung uh, washer Low, and dryer. Well, However, really different. The, we had the front loader. The front loader, uh, yeah. So we're safe. Uh, from, from, yeah, that has, not been, that has not exploded yet. Yes. <laughs> so we're safe for another couple of weeks until that and one explodes. Samsung. I love the products, Great man. Oh, yeah. products. No, they, those phones are awesome. The Galaxy's awesome. I don't know about the washer-dryer because I don't have them, but nice. um, their TVs surpass Sony now. I, I didn't think anybody would ever surpass a Sony television, but they somehow did. Yeah, and it's, it's pretty much recognized you know, industry-wide that they're the state-of-the-art. And so for them to have these kinds of problems... Kind of weird. It is but weird. Buttons are nice though because you know even like I have the if you uh, you know when you want a, a G chat or message someone and you you use the vocal 
turn it up so you can use the audio so it types what you say. And it's like, you know, okay, talk to you later. And then the actual words come out as, hey, F you. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not even close. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to do that every it's once in a while. It's pretty good. They're getting better. It is getting better, but it's still not. Every not time better. I try it, it doesn't work. And then I wind up spending just as much time trying to correct Covering it. Covering it up. And, yeah. like, and then you got to like highlight the words in the middle that, it's, that are yeah. wrong and retype them. <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass, I almost never use it. Uh, but occasionally I'll, I'll give it a shot and, and then get punished for my efforts. Um, but, you know, look, new technology is difficult. Is that the voice thing you're, you're yeah. talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, in my car, I, I don't know if I talked about this before. The thing in my car, the voice recognition is so screwed up yeah. that I just I can't stand to use it. Like I, I will turn it on to call and I'll say, uh, all right, dial mom. Dial Paul. No. Dial mom. Dial Keith. No! Uh, and you get Dial so mom! <laughs> Dial Bart. I don't even have a Bart on this system! Dial mom! Mother! Dial daughter! No! By oh, that time that you're home. Is oh. that level of rage? Oh, it is I don't know just, why. It, it's infuriating. <laughs> I hate it. Why? <laughs> I mean, I love the car, but the voice recognition thing, I could drive it into a bridge abutment at 80 miles an hour over that. It just it pisses it me off. infuriating. Yeah, um, it now, is. If you're going to drive something uh, into uh, an obstacle, you may want to try this. This is the okay. uh, Sherp ATV oh, from Russia. I was actually alerted to this from Jeffy, who tweeted at, uh, at uh, Jeffy MRA. Uh, if you want to follow him there for some dumb reason. Why do you, you say that like it's a bad thing? No, it's that great. You're great. <laughs> um, here, it, the video is pretty amazing, though. Check this out. The Sherp ATV. Tackle just about anything. It will, man. Bad boys, cool. <laughs> wow. How, how do we oh, not have one of those? That. Thank you. Goes into pretty deep water. I mean, really deep and just keeps going. And Plowing actually, through this lake. It'll just float. It's kind of like a, you know. Uh, Seriously, how do we not have one? This is a Russian invention. And look at the tires when it goes over this stuff. Uh, this is, I think it shows it coming up. Um, wow. It is made in Russia. Pretty cool. Dang it. Um, removes water me. from ice with ease. That's kind of from water to uh, ice, which is pretty cool. This is it. This is, look at the tire system here. It can get over anything because it, like, deflates as it goes mm. over. Look. See the tires, like, just, like, give it, give way. Oh, yeah. It's really weird. Oh, wow. How does it reinflate? Uh, 28 miles an hour on land. Four miles an hour on water, but how much more do you need? Yeah, sixty-five k, sixty-five thousand dollars. That's just a nice car price. Jeez, that is pretty cool. I would like to have. Yeah, it'd be fun to play with. I don't know what I'd do with it, but I'd like to have it anyway. You're not driving that down one (laughs) fourteen. You're not. Now I would think not not every car uh, can do what this car does, like just Mm. go into water and you know stay afloat. Mm. However, did you know Jeffy's car can do that? No, I didn't know that. I didn't see this coming. Oh, you gotta try this, Jeffy. You just, just, just you just pull right mm. in. You just you, actually, Alpha Bridge would be better because it has to hit the like it has to hit 
and like you know fl pop back up to really get the full floating. But mm -hmm. your car will work. You have to try it. Really? You have to try it. I we'll tried. It. I almost tried it with a truck once, but it didn't quite go over the <laughs> didn't quite go over the bridge. Yeah, you've had your share of accidents. That's pretty cool though. I like that a lot. I mean, that's, uh, I don't know what you'd, again, you're right, use that for, yeah. unless you were in the mountains. Yeah, it'd be fun yeah. to have You know, around. you had like a mountain ranch or something. That would be fun to just drive around. It'd be cool. You know, probably Glenn could use something like that. He's yeah. got a ranch. Yeah, so that, that would be cool. But uh, it bothers me if the Russians invented it. I'm bothered by that. That they beat us to it? Yeah. Yeah. It well, bothers me. Well, of course, we still will always have the moon. We'll always have the moon. That's true. I mean. <laughs> by the way, did you see the super moon last night? I yeah. did not know. Really? Spectacular. It it's beautiful. like it's like forty feet uh, from Texas right now. Forty feet. <laughs> it was forty That's too feet. close. It, it was very close. For a I short mean, period of time last night, it <clears throat> actually sat on the arch in it St. Did. Louis. The I tide was six hundred <laughs> miles high. It was so close to the <laughs> to the earth. Uh, it's a really cool thing. It's bigger now than it has been in 74 years or something like that. It's it's pretty impressive, so check it out tonight. And the last time, I mean, the first time, 74 years ago, it was it was beautiful. Yeah, I bet. I bet it was not yeah. as pretty as this time. <laughs> From the one guy who's been there for the oh, last three. Yeah, you've been there. Uh, is super it just moons. three or is it four? I can't even remember <clears throat> anymore. They're all super. I get, I get the super moons yeah. so uh, mixed up. Before we go, uh, we'll tell you about the, uh, the uh, last VCR mm -hmm. ever manufactured. It happened this year. They're still making them, apparently. They sold 750,000 units last year, but they are having problems finding the parts now. Uh, Japan, Jap, uh, Japan's Fune Electric. Um, they oh, yeah, claim Funai that, is... Uh, oh, okay. That was a... Uh, okay. I think it's Funai, but... Um, yeah, I remember those Funai uh, VCRs. Really? I think we had one. Yeah, like I guess at one point they were selling 15 million a year. Yeah. Um, 15 million a year! It's a good business. You gotta think, wow. seven hundred fifty thousand is also a good business. Still not right? bad, Why though, right? Them? Yeah. If you're selling seven hundred fifty thousand of these things, I guess because of the parts. But I mean, that's kind of bizarre. <laughs> Obviously, uh, they've been the streaming video, downloadable video, DVDs, Blu-ray, all that stuff has come and replaced it. Mm -hmm. uh, but they were still making them up until this well, year. People and now still have. Wow. People still have VCR tapes. You still have the tapes, right? So. Uh, has the last one already been produced? Yeah, it's, or? it's gone. Uh, last one is, is they're still selling oh, them. You can still buy them. They will um, cease production of the machines this month. Yeah, and this was, uh, I believe, a couple months ago. It wasn't it's not even Oh, new. was it? Yeah, okay. So it's already done. So it's done. Uh, kind of an interesting uh, huh. development in that, like, these technologies really do go and die. However, there's a lot of services that will take your videos from your v, uh, your VCR tapes and put them onto new. Need that. Uh, I need that. I got to do that. I do Every too. day, I, every, I, do too. I, I have a. I have a, a I don't know if you guys do this, but in my email, a lot of times if I have like things I know I need to do, I'll mark them as unread, and they just send in my email. So you get to them? At, at, time, oh, right, at times, that list gets a little long. A little mm -hmm. long. At times, mm -hmm. there's important business matters that I, it, the list gets so long, I don't see them mm -hmm. in, in the list anymore. Mm -hmm. um, wow, are you a, weird? Yeah, it's, I know. It's a weird thing. However, the, this has been in there. It's been on that list the whole time. Every time I click down, I finally knock them all out, and I get down to that one. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to do that today. But it's like, <laughs> i got to get the old. I have cassettes. I have VHS tapes. Yep. I have pictures I want to digitize. And I, Same I, with me. I never get around to it. Uh, that and the reel-to-reel -to, -reel to uh, CD well, that one's even more exchange, which is even more specialized and even more important for us. Right. Because I've got, th you know, almost 30 years worth of radio material for me and Glenn. And uh, and we wanted some of that stuff to, to archive and to, you know, maybe even play from time to time just for fun. And I just never got to it. Uh, probably should. 
Publishing. It's really it got to be really expensive though for the uh, for that process. However, I mean that's one you probably get the company to do. I mean they're, they're not going to pay for my whole movies, uh, but Aren't they'll they? but they'll probably that's a pay. Stingy for you. Of them. Yeah, yeah huh. I know. Well, you know, Glenn's cheap. Yeah, no uh, kidding. Triple eight seven twenty seven back is a number. Back with more in a second. Bastard won't pay for my whole movies. Any of your home movies? No, no. He, mean, said, even, he said you should do that yourself with your own money, and wow. I was like, well, what, what about the what ones with Zach? Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Huh. I know. A couple updates for you. First of all, we were talking about uh, NFL ratings. Uh, NFL Sunday Night Football did its uh, best Week 10 ratings in five years. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. 14.3 overnight. Best SNL, uh, SNF game since 2011 uh, when the oh, Patriots wow. played the Jets. So, I wow. mean, the initial, it wasn't even the biggest game of the day, by the way. Steelers-Cowboys uh, yeah, pulled a 17.8. That's the highest rating for any NFL game this season. Fox had a 14.2 average. For its uh, doubleheader on that Sunday, seventeen eight. That's America's team, baby. That was America, a great, that was America's a great game, team, yeah. and a good game, a really good game. Yeah, it was a crazy. I mean, it was you know crazy. three Seven scores in the last two changes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was a crazy, crazy. Three game. touchdowns in uh, one hundred and fifteen seconds. Wow. I mean, you figure. You wonder if the Cowboys can keep that up all year because they keep getting on the right side of these moments, and that's great. You know, you want you want to be on the right side, but how long does that last? I know Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott. Already over a thousand yards. Yep, that guy's Two, great. Over two hundred yards again yesterday. He had some tremendous I mean, runs. I don't want to jinx it, but if he had something were to, if he were to go away, um, there's no such thing. You can't jinx something. Yeah, so. that's that's right. That's actually not a thing. Yeah, that's yeah, not that's a thing. A, that's a good point to make. That is not a thing, Jeffy. So as, uh, you can say all you want; it doesn't make any difference. As Penn I did an interview with Penn about his uh, about his weight loss. Mm-hmm. Um, he had lost over 100 pounds, and he has a book out called Presto about that experience. And I was interviewing mm-hmm. him about it. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that is like, you know, he's obviously an atheist. He doesn't believe in anything that, like, can be explained in any way. You know, like, unless it's, like, a, a, an overt scientific explanation, he doesn't believe in it. He's that guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, is it, is this mine? Why, why is this mine? Why is this I, stupid computer going off? I don't know. Um, so, uh, so I said that at one point. He said, like, well, you know, I lost 100 pounds, and... You know, I don't like to say that I've, I've lost it because, uh, you know, it's, it's more than that. It's like losing weight and then you can regain it. He's like, you have to keep it off for about two years. He's like, then you know it's mm-hmm. real. He's mm-hmm. like, and I'm like, yeah, you don't want to jinx it. He's like, well, not jinx it. He like made it, it said to go out of his way to correct me is that I actually believed he was, I was, he was actually, we might <laughs> jinx, jinx it. the process of weight loss. No, I don't <laughs> actually think that, but that's how sensitive he is to that as a guy who mm-hmm. isn't, you know, the magic world, right? Like, you, you know, it's, you know, not magic, right? Like, you right. know, there's a trick to it, as, as he would explain. Um, but it's true, like, you get to that point of, like, you, at some level, though, as a Cowboys fan, you have to be nervous about this. Like, you, you know, typically teams don't go through entire years with every close game coming out of their way. Yeah. Like that's just, I mean, yeah. it doesn't usually work that way. Ask the Brigham Young University Cougars. <laughs> uh, well, they don't normally go through seasons like that either, where they lose every game that's close. Holy cow. They didn't lose every game Not that close. was close. But they lost four by a total of eight points. And Four by a total of eight points! It's unbelievable. Is the difference between six and four and ten and oh. Yeah. Four, four plays during the season. They did win this weekend, I, I imagine. It, yeah, they did. Yeah. It was yeah, quite Which easy. high they, school did they play this week? Uh, they played Southern Utah University oh, yeah. High That's School. Right. Which, you know, I mean, 
second quarter they're putting in their second and third string guys. So right. it was it was it was a good chance to see what's going to happen. What next was the year. Uh, final? Thirty-seven-seven. There you go. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, I said SN uh, Saturday. I looked at that and I said uh, Sunday Night Football SNF. Did mm-hmm. anyone see SNL this weekend? Just a couple uh, of. Uh, I just saw the clips, clip of, yeah, uh, of the 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 satire they did of The Walking Dead, which, which is, is not good, not funny. No. Uh, but I, for the first time, has to be in history of Saturday Night Live. They did no jokes in the opening, the cold open. Why would you What'd do? Why would you start a show, a comedy show with no, comedy? There was no jokes. What they do? It was Kate McKinnon who plays Hillary Clinton uh-huh. by herself, sitting at a piano as Hillary Clinton. As or? Hillary Clinton in the Hillary okay. Clinton garb, yeah, sitting at a piano, playing the piano, which apparently she does quite well, uh, and singing, which she does pretty well, and sang the Leonard Cohen Hallelujah song, right? So uh, they pay tribute to Cohen. So they pay tribute to Cohen. And the song has a vibe of if you were really depressed about the election results, you'd like this song. Mm-hmm. So they just sang a depressing song, and then at the end she goes, "And live from New York, it's Saturday night." And they just went to the open. That's really weird. Wow. Really weird. Really I, weird. I, I guess That's I, just like I'm to, showing off to show you that I can play the piano and sing. Well, kind of. I, I kind of took it as more of like because they did the same thing we're the so, previous so week bummed. with Alec Baldwin and Hillary Clinton, in which they were like, you know, we need to all after this, we need to all come together. Yeah. And remember, that was the vibe before they knew Trump was yeah. going to win. Right. They all everyone's going to come back together, and then Trump wins. Then no one's going to come together. Uh, but back then, when they thought Hillary right. was going to win, everyone's going to come back together, and everyone's going to play nice. Hypocrites. Um, right. So uh, so they all went out to the street and started hugging random people in the street. And again, it ended with no jokes. Like, it started off as a normal Saturday Night Live sketch. So they were serious about their crying over the election. I think so. And, and I think, like, it was supposed to be, like, you know, like, it was, like, their moment of self-importance, kind of. Right. Um, you know, we're not, we're not even going to lower ourselves to jokes. When you start doing that as a comedy show, that's really bad. Get I mean, over it. The season started off, I thought, fairly well, and that they had some really funny sketches at the beginning. The last couple have been horrifically awful. And this one was bad, too. Dave Chappelle mm. hosted it. Um, and Chappelle... Is guy obviously did the Chappelle show, left under uh, weird circumstances, kind of blew up his career at that point, um, has come back. He, you know, and he did, he's very, he does a lot of racial jokes and stuff. Um, and uh, so he went through that and kind of was, you know, saying he wasn't surprised at the results. And they kind of went through that sort of vibe. At the end, he had a really, I think, a good message in that he was like, look, kind of what I, how we were. Like, look, the, I don't agree with it, but, the, you know, he's the president and I'm going to give him a chance. Which I thought was kind of a cool thing for, yeah. for him and his position to say. Definitely, but that it's, I will say, uh, Dave Chappelle. I've never I was not a real fan of this Chappelle show. The sketch you're talking about with um, with uh, Walking Dead mm-hmm. was basically just here's all the characters I used to do in a Chappelle show, and we'll, right. you know, it was mm-hmm. that was basically the whole point of it that he dressed up in all the costumes. I was never a big fan of that show. I saw him live in Dallas a couple of years ago. I've never seen a comedian, and I've seen a lot of really great ones, you know, legends. Uh, I've never seen a comedian own a room like Dave Chappelle does. Hmm. Like he can hmm. walk, he like a puppet on a string with that audience, walking them to hilarious laughter, to being offended, to being dead silent for long periods of time when he would say things that were serious inexplicably in the middle of the show. I mean, he is unbelievably talented when it comes to this stuff. And, hmm. I, I, you know, there's a certain performance, um, uh, just, uh, you're just like, jealous of it right. like it was like I, you know I, glenn, i've seen glenn do it at times glenn mm-hmm. when he's glenn's really on his game he has done that with uh, huge audiences yeah. at times where they'll just sit there like dead silence and then laugh out of nowhere it's the same thing with Chappelle, man it, if you have a chance to see him it's really offensive and you're gonna you're probably gonna disagree with half of it but i mean if you if you're if you have the stomach for like harsh comedy you gotta see him if he comes to town it's, it's an, it was an incredible show he doesn't it really he doesn't 
use swear words. He does use an occasional <laughs> swear word, yes, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> occasionally. He's not that offensive, right? Where no, he, no, he'll he, occasionally use a word that I, is uh, no. looked down no, upon not, by some. He, will he say poo-poo? Or, no, 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 he's no, not that on. big a potty no, mouth, he's not is he? say that. Okay, 888 back. I'm glad to hear that. More patents, too, coming up. I'd be offended That's if you said, you know, poo-poo or doo-doo. You need to get those words. Darn it. Darn it to heck. If he says wee-wee, we walk up. No, out. I'm, I'm out. Immediately. Don't even, don't even start with that. We, got, we, we, we left so much stuff on the table today. Uh, this climate, uh, we have a good climate uh, situation, uh, climate chaos block that we need to do. Let's save that for tomorrow. We also have uh, this. Let's get to this before we leave, the uh, poll expert on CNN. I think this is, uh, this is the guy from the Princeton Election Consortium, which was one of the groups saying there was a 99% chance plus that uh, Hillary Clinton would win. Uh, they are embarrassed by this. I mean, we've been... No we, kidding. We, I mean, that's egregious. It's really bad. Yeah. How, how do you even have any credibility at all now i think you could have made that, that prediction and we kind of defended it a little bit mm-hmm. before the fbi thing but yeah. after the fbi thing it was completely insane um and uh and they missed it the worst of anyone uh they stuck with their prediction were incorrect here is uh is a little i guess there was apparently a bet made on cnn about this let's let's watch now mike you, you really want me to do this yes, i, I kind of okay. would you know let's like let's like put it to bed once and for all Sure. Okay. So like John the Baptist in the wilderness, uh, he ate locusts and honey. And, uh, and so I <laughs> regard myself as being in the wilderness a little bit um, because after all, I was wrong. A lot of people were wrong, but nobody else made the promise I did. And, and I'm hoping that we can get back to data and thinking thoughtfully about policy and issues. And having said that and saying a good morning to uh, everyone out there on both sides, uh, see this? Here it goes. <laughs> There's a moment there. He You're a man of your word, Dr. Wong. I appreciate that. How was it, by the way? Um, kind of mostly honeyish, um, a little nutty. But, um, you know, if it's good enough for a snake. <laughs> That's not a good argument. You delivered. No. Okay? You're a man of your word. I appreciate it. It was sensationalistic, but it was worth it. Yeah, leave it to CNN to just completely make that segment horrible. Poll expert eats bug as promised. <laughs> I mean, that's a funny, yeah, it's a they, funny thing. They did. It, it really I mean, just it was did just, not work. That's not how you do that. No, I mean, that no. was really poor. No, so, and I'll tell you what, it does make you wish. Yes. That Pat Gray had to eat his underwear. And stuff. Well, he still may if he doesn't build. If he builds this wall and gets ninety percent of this wall built, we'll, we'll well, still you too. You'd yeah, be I'll be with you. I'll that. be with you. On that. Yeah. I will. Be, I'll be absolutely no problem. Oh, you're damn right. Absolutely. If, if he builds ninety percent of a wall <laughs> that is supposed to be twenty three hundred miles long, <laughs> we've given him two hundred and thirty miles. <laughs> Come on, of nothing. Yeah, he can leave two hundred thirty miles of it open. Two hundred and thirty miles don't have to even have a fence. Just build, let's say, 1,900 miles of a wall, and Stu and I eat our underwear. That's fine. Um, I will say that it was a, you know, uh, of the people who missed on the polling, they missed the worst. Uh, it's amazing to see everyone beat up on some of these guys, though. I mean, th- like, for example, Nate Silver is getting all sorts of stuff, you know, for, for his quote unquote misprediction. But it's like, 
Yeah, what he was saying is, what these predictions are, is he's identifying the underdog and how much of an underdog they are. That doesn't mean the underdog never wins. And he kept, isn't he the one that kept saying, like, that's about the chance of an NFL kicker missing a 38-yard field goal. Yeah, it was actually, that was the New York Times, who okay. also missed, and missed much worse than Nate much Silver. Much worse. And, uh, and really... Missing a 38-yard field goal happens all the time. Happens all the time. So he had a decent shot. Listen, listen to this. This is a, yeah, a shot. Another way to to put this in sports terms, um, they said there was a 28.6% a chance Trump would win, which would it's a point a 286 batting average. So it, uh, uh, all right, Ryan Sandberg hit 285 for his career. He's probably in the Hall of Fame. He is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And so the chances of Ryan Sandberg getting a hit in any at bat. What were the chances they gave of Donald Trump? Obviously, he's one of the best hitters of all time. <laughs> he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, so, yes, there's a chance. The point is to identify, you know, who is the underdog and who is not. And again, like this goes back to, uh, you know, they're trying to predict these things. They're very difficult, but they, 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 pro- uh, they perform a very valuable uh, service. And, mm-hmm. you, know, I, you know, hopefully they, the, the industry doesn't get beat into oblivion by this. Plus, they, if they people lie it. to them, there's nothing they can do about no, that. No, they're, they're, they're not nothing even, they they're even conducting the polls. Right. They're using other people's data to make these projections. Right. It's really ridiculous. But. See you tomorrow. Yeah.